Hello everyone. Welcome to In the Neighborhood with your hosts, Tim Johnson and Stacy Borho. Together, they are finding out what makes the heart of the Heartland Beat. They sit down with people in your community that lead organizations, businesses, and government. You'll learn who they are and what they're involved in and why. They are the people in your neighborhood. It's In the Neighborhood with Stacy Borgo and Tim Johnson. Good morning and afternoon and all of the above because we're right in that, that twilight zone, right? Yeah. Uh, my name's Tim Johnson with in the neighborhood and the lovely Stacy Borjo as always coming to you on uh, Wednesday morning uh, talking about volunteerism and how we can get involved with our community and that's really what we're about and all the different things that we do are focused around that we bring in a lot of different businesses and uh, non-for-profits more than any mm -hmm. and sometimes government just to talk about uh, what's going on in our community and how we can get involved because if we don't do it, who will? Mm -hmm. Right? That's we, right. So, anyways, uh, today we have Kitty Yanko from the Humane Society with us. How are you? Great. Uh, a great friend of uh, in the neighborhood. We love uh, working with you and love having you on. Usually we have a cat or a dog with us. Mm -hmm. We do. I felt a little bad about coming out, <laughs> you know, coming into the studio without a pet today, but um, I thought we could still cover everything. <laughs> you guys would let me in without yes, an yes, animal. <laughs> I don't it's kind of hard sometimes. <laughs> so I, have, I talked about my, um, my Australian Shepherd who decided to take a wander into our extreme backyard and didn't tell you, but got into the burrs. Of and, course. And he's a five-inch long hair Australian yes. shepherd. And yeah. That was fun, I'm yeah. sure. But I'm just thankful he got home because yes. we would not want him to get hurt or end up in a bad spot. He's a smart dog, and he came to the front door when Good he was him. all done with his fun. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, recently in our area, we've had a dog that escaped, and they... It was a very long time before they got them back, but they did get oh, them back. Oh, sure. So. Yeah. It can be scary, and they can get hurt. So mm -hmm. so kind of give us an overview of what the Humane Society is. So Peoria Humane Society has been around for a very long time, and so their goal throughout the years was to offer support to animals and people through programs and financial support. So you know what that looks like is there's an animal that's injured or it's being neglected, and um, someone needs to step in and help. So, of course, the animal shelter in Peoria does a fabulous job of that. But, you know, the funds are limited for what they can do. So if an animal is taken from a bad situation and it needs to be, you know, rehabbed or it needs surgery or it needs some special care, the Peoria Humane Society is coming alongside them to cover those costs. And that's a big deal for the animals. And it also is supportive to the community because, um, you know, without the Peoria Humane Society, there would be a lot more pets, I feel, coming into the shelter. They would be surrendered because their owners, you know, wouldn't be able to afford to care for them. Um, they are, there would be more animals running at large because, you know, people wouldn't have the education that we offer to, you know, kind of support them to keep that pet at home and to do it the right way. Yeah. So education is, you know, a big passion of ours too. So what are you guys doing to educate the community about that? 
Well, the, uh, I think the main thing that we're doing is public awareness. So we're on um, you know, venues like this. We also uh, do have advertising and uh, PSAs that air throughout the community. We're in the schools, so we're hitting it hard with the little ones, letting them know that being a responsible pet owner is, is important. Um, we're teaching them how to do that through actual life lessons. Uh, this past year, we had a kind-hearted kids uh, program going in a couple of the schools here in Peoria in District 150, where the kids got to adopt these little stuffed animals and <laughs> so five weeks of visits um, from me and the Humane Society we kind of taught them here's what it means to be a pet owner and then at the end of the five weeks if they did a good job they got to take the pet home wow. so, and it was a big deal the kids they, they were second graders and they really embraced it and loved it and the teachers did too so it's just one more way for um, you know an adult or you know someone in the community to say that this is what it means to be responsible and sure. here's how you can do that so I think that's pretty exciting we also do offer education in a variety of other ways, um, you know, depending on w if we go somewhere at an event, we take materials about, you know, how to care for pets and then what to do if you can't. Sure. That's awesome. So does your website have stuff that people can look at too for maybe someone who's learning a little bit more? I think so. I feel like that's a good place to start. You know, we also, of course, are on Facebook and, you know, good old fashioned phone call. If someone's in need, all they need to do is reach out to us. You know, we work with 211 in the community. That's a really good resource for people that are struggling. They can call and say, this is what I'm looking for. We get, you know, calls from community people. They just say, you know, I don't have dog food this week or my cat got, had a call just this week from a lady whose little kitten accidentally got shut in the door, Oof. had a broken pelvis. So, you know, we're stepping in to help them. So we're doing our best to try to, you know, help people help their animals, I think is how I look at it. That's wonderful. There's a lot of cool things that you guys are doing. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of people have heard Bark in the Park. What is it? And fill us in on that. Day. So this is our 22nd annual Bark cool. in the Park, and it'll be at the Peary Riverfront at Festival Park. And it is just a way for people to gather with their dog or without. If they don't have a dog, that doesn't preclude you from going. Um, there's, uh, there's a $25 registration fee ahead of time or 30 the day of the event. But it is our biggest fundraiser. It's where we bring in the most money to help animals and people. And it's, it's a lot of fun um, in addition to being a fundraiser I mean, we have uh, games for the dogs. We have kind of a carnival thing. We even have an area for kids. This year we have something new. We're going to be actually having like a little investigation, animal investigation part where the kids come in and they're going to be animal investigators and they're going to help an animal. Um, we have an adoption center, which of course is a pretend center for the kids and they get to bring a stuffed animal home. Um, we're going to have paw print painting for dogs. We have vendors and, of course, lots of food. We have the Marvelous Mutt Show, and that's probably <laughs> our biggest draw. It's, it's so much fun. People ahead of time um, enter their dogs in, or they can even do it that day if they don't want to go ahead of time, but it's a way for them to dress their dog up. We have an owner-dog look-alike. We've had, um, over the years, lots of fun stuff like Best Kisser. <laughs> I'm talking about the dog, of course. Um, we've had most wags per minute where the dogs have to wag their tails Whoa. just like crazy. We've had uh, celebrity look-alikes, you know, I mean, you name it. It's just, it's a way to have fun with their dog. And it's, it's a big draw for people. And they That's win prizes, too. <laughs> How many years have you been doing this? 22. Wow. Yeah, so started the first year, actually, at the Humane Society in, in Pohaz at that time. And then since then, we've down, been at the riverfront in Peoria. What kind of attendance have you guys been seeing? 
Well, it's, you know, it's been big over the years. We've had definitely, you know, thousands of people. I think our biggest year ever was close to a thousand entries for dogs, oh actually just gosh. dogs. But then, you know, it, I would say we average maybe 400, 500 um, registrations and then, you know, people bringing in, you know, one dog usually and then sometimes more people come in. But weather is a player in oh, this event. Sure. It's outside. So I have to say that hopefully... You know, we want good weather because that can make a big difference. If it's rainy and cold, people don't want to come out. So they can always send in a donation if, you know, something happens. And by the way, we've never canceled the event in 22 years. Oh. Rain or shine, it goes on. Um, we've had a few scary years where, you know, tents were blowing and, you know, wind was going crazy. But for the most part, uh, we make it work. And this year it's actually a little earlier, so I think we'll be fine. It's September 9th. Typically, it's the second Sunday in October. Okay. So, you know, October is a little bit, you know, here and there. But I think in September, it'll be great. Wow. It, that's not too far away. No. It's not. It's, it's coming right up. So we're excited and, you know, we're anticipating a good crowd this year. So what's the best way for somebody to find out more about it? I would say the website, periahs.org. Um, of course, uh, we're always putting posts up on Facebook, too. But people can register online. They can uh, get a team together. We've had groups raise money as a, you know, a whole team. And it's fun to do at work or maybe in the neighborhood. Gather up pledges. It's just like any other walk. You can gather pledges. You can build support and bring in a large donation all at once. That's very cool. Yeah, we did have something kind of fun and new this year. I don't know if you guys saw the book here. <laughs> I can't help but promote it. It's, Absolutely. It's a darling little book about um, a dog named Scamp. And Scamp actually um, is, is a real dog. His owner is Donna Carr Roberts, and her husband, Gary Roberts, is the president of Bradley University. So Scamp's kind of better known as a Bradley dog. He, they actually have a following there. Um, I local, even. Uh -huh, I understand <laughs> that they're on Instagram all the time, but they're the Bradley dogs. And uh, Scamp's kind of an interesting guy. Not only is he cute, he likes to kind of get into things. And so the book idea started with me actually meeting her dogs and saying you should write a book about them next thing I know she did it and <laughs> the, the neat thing about this is it's locally done uh, she's a, an amazing artist and so she hand painted all of the illustrations in the book oh my gosh yeah so they're beautiful and they're cute and most of the pictures are things that Scamp's actually done that's what I love about this book it's it's kind of real life stuff happening and it's got a great message it supports the Peer Humane Society in a lot of ways but it, in the story he's looking for a friend and he can't find it and so he decides to go uh, to the Humane Society and during that process he adopts um, he adopts two dogs at the Humane Society on the way home they find another dog running on the street which actually happened so it gets people adopting um, the the other cool thing is the profits from Central Illinois sales are going to go to the Peary Humane Society to help other homeless animals so I'm, I'm pretty excited about the book and Donna's going to be there and Scamp will be there signing autographs. So <laughs> she painted the pictures too? So. Yes. Wow. And the, and the pictures are really great. Yes, it's too. kind of a watercolor. It was a little bit of a different thing for her. This isn't typical of how she paints. Most of her paintings are literally like um, they look like a photograph. They're really lifelike. Um, but the uh, Peoria Riverfront Museum is actually going to have an exhibit. And on September 15th, they're going to have her original paintings from the book on display. And so people can get a copy of the book and have her sign it then, too. 
That is so cool. But hopefully we'll be talking about that another time here yeah. because there's, it's a whole nother story, but, um, <laughs> but they will be at Bark in the Park. So I think that's a draw for people. If they're interested in the book, they can get a copy that day. Yeah. So you talked about games and fun for the, for dogs and the humans, right? Yes. Um, what other things are you doing at the Bark at the Park? So we have exhibitors. So if, you know, any animal lover, anyone who's looking for something to do with animals, there'll be people set up around with booths. Um, we get, um, we have photographers that take pictures of the participants. So you actually get a souvenir copy of you and your dog that day. The paw print paintings, we're going to have an Olympics for dogs. Um, <laughs> We've got the balloon guy, um, Unique Twist will be there. So, you know, we just try to offer a lot of fun for the people and the animals. And uh, we do actually go on a little walk. So everybody gathers up and we walk down uh, kind of past the Riverplex and then come back with the dogs. It's like a parade. So we always come here to talk about volunteers, though, too, right? Right. So what do you need for volunteers? Well, I would say our biggest need is... um, doing things in the community like our food pantry. Uh, we assist pet owners by supplying dog and cat food mm-hmm. to, I think right now, three of the local food pantries. But we need volunteers to not only you know gather up dog and cat food and bring it in, but bag it up for us. And then we even need people to help distribute it at the food pantries okay. because most of them are pretty short-staffed. I mean, they, they all operate by volunteers. And so if we could have a couple people that would be willing to help with that, that would be awesome. We do have Bark in the Park, and that's a special event that we need help with. Um, you know, we, we've got a good amount of dog walkers and cat socializers actually at the shelter right now. Um, but, you know, I think that that's kind of our biggest need uh, is for someone to help with the food pantry, if possible. So dog food and cat food. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then the donations of the food, too, helps, you know, local pet owners who are kind of on hard times and they just need a little extra help. So if someone were to purchase a bunch of animal food, where would they take it? So right now we take the donations at the shelter at okay. PCAPS, 2600 okay. Northeast Perry in Peoria. Okay. Um, we, we are somewhat limited by space, so um, that's why it's kind of, it's, it has to sort of all go hand in hand. We like f- for the donations to come in, but we also have to have help to get them out. You know what that sure. looks like. You get a huge amount of donations, but you can't store them, so we've got to kind of keep them moving forward and get them out to the food pantries. Got it. So you're, you're accepting both animal food and human food for, for donations? No, just the pet food. Just so, the pet Yeah, food. just okay. the dog and cat food. And sometimes we take in litter and like collars and leashes and other things. Mm-hmm. If, um, another thing, too, if someone donates, let's say they have a bag of food that their dog's no longer eating and they bring it to the shelter, if it's open, um, we can send it to, you know, rebag it and send it to a food pantry for a dog or cat. But also... Um, if it's something like a collar or a bed or towels, things like that, that are kind of commonly needed, we can use those actually at the shelter for the Very animals. Cool. And then if we don't have a spot for it at the shelter, we even have a little resale area in our lobby. And then we you know, put a little price tag on it. And then you know, whatever comes in from that goes to buy things that we need for supplies. Yeah. So you're pretty easy access. You're right downtown here yeah. not too f- far from us so that's right we're just um on perry street it's right down from um, glen oak park kind of past if you went past woodruff and kept going we're about three and a half blocks down perry humane society and pcaps are both in that space and we share it's it's kind of a unique relationship because we're a non-for-profit and they are part of the county of peoria so the two of us are working together to help people and animals in the community it's cool
That's really cool. And what's your website? So it's puriahs.org, www.puriahs.org. Okay. And they can go there and check out, you know, any information should be there. If not, just give us a call at our main number, which is the 309-682-9015. We've talked about this before in our last time, but um, kind of give us an insight on why you're doing what you're doing with Humane Society. Me personally? You personally. <laughs> well, um, I started there 26 years ago, and I actually started as a volunteer. They were looking for someone to help with educational programs, and I'm a teacher by you know profession, had my degree from U of I, and um, I, I approached them and said, you know, what do you think about this? And they said, that would be great. So I started part-time, and that was in 1992. And so here we are. Uh, I love what I do. It's a passion, obviously. Um, I love kids and I love animals. And so I think that any opportunity you have to kind of make a difference in the community and encourage someone to be better than they are, um, help someone in need. So for me, that includes peoples and peoples, <laughs> people and animals. Um, however we do that, I think it's great. And I love my job. And I'm just thrilled to be able to be here and just, you know, I think keep sending that message that, you know, anything you can do will make a difference for somebody. Mm -hmm. And how many animals do you have at home? <laughs> I always get asked that question. <laughs> Currently, we have uh, six dogs and six cats. Two of the cats <laughs> are actually my daughters that I'm keeping just temporarily. Um, <laughs> I um, fostered last or two years ago, and um, so three of our cats are kittens that we fostered and didn't get adopted. And so, but I have five kids too, so I kind of tend to take in <laughs> animals and kids, and we make it work. Um, but I know at some point, a couple of our dogs are pretty old, mm -hmm. so we'll be down in numbers uh, coming up here. And I actually look forward to a time when I have less going on yeah. at my house, maybe fewer animals, fewer kids, and uh, I can just, you know, maybe focus <laughs> on volunteering and doing more in the community. So something I found in this area that there's a lot of rescues in this area. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And a lot of them that are nationally based here, um, different types of rescues. Um, why, why Peoria? Why are there so many uh, rescues in this area? Well, I think like anything else, when there's a surplus of animals, you have to have people to help with that. And so I have found rescues to be really helpful um, because people have a heart for helping those in need. And so I, I've seen local people step up to be part of kind of like you said, a, a a leg in the chain of national groups. So they help an animal get, you know, from period to wherever, and then somebody else helps it get to the next spot and goes on and on. And um, just about any, especially with dogs, any breed rescue, there's probably going to be someone in the Peoria area that is a local person you can talk to. And then they're part of more of a bigger, broader national group. So if you're looking for maybe a specific breed or a non-specific breed, they, they can help you. Absolutely. I, you know, back in the day when I first started, it was very breed specific. Like you could go to a lab rescue or a shepherd rescue or a poodle or whatever. But now I see groups just rising up where they're, you know, all breeds, any and all breeds. So, you know, I think that... Uh, I think people understand that there's a need. And I feel like social media has done a lot to kind of further that cause for animals because nowadays, you know, if somebody's doing something they're not supposed to or they're cruel to an animal, it kind of hits the social media platform and, and it's not acceptable. Mm -hmm. um, and, and I think that's a good thing. And so I feel like rescues have just kind of really, in the last few years, grown for that reason, that more and more people realize there is a need, here's what I can do to help, and they 
to step up and do it. We're running out of time. Tell us again about Bark in the Park times and website. So Bark in the Park is Sunday, September 9th. It runs 11 to 3. The walk itself is at noon. Mutt Show um, is at 1230. And people can register through our website, periahs.org, 25 ahead of time of the event and 30 that day. And I think that's most All of the details. All are welcome. Yeah. So come check Absolutely. it out. Absolutely. Anybody and everybody. That would be great. Thank you. Awesome. Awesome. Make sure you like us and um, follow us on Facebook, YouTube. Uh, watch for us on i3 Broadband. We're there, too. And thank you to WPEO for um, putting us on their channel, too. Everybody have a great day. PeoriaLife.com.